freedom something they could never take away no matter what they tell you and welcome to the room where it happens the room where it happened the well, room where it happened welcome to the room where it happens the room where it happened and by it i mean the recording of the podcast uh what's up everybody uh welcome to a special fourth of july episode of the channel chasers podcast and to those of us, uh, I mean, to those of us who live in the States, happy 4th. And for our international audience, happy Saturday. Um, yeah, um, so I want to apologize in advance before we get started. If you hear loud popping noises, I live very close to a local park. And they are setting off fireworks right now. Um, so Yes, and my neighborhood is setting off fireworks too, if you cannot hear it. So, yeah, if you hear loud popping noises, do not fear for our lives, international audience. This is just a regular 4th of July thing. I may be in Florida, but this time it's fireworks. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, and um, we will have a special guest on this podcast. That's right, a Channel Chasers first. We are going to have a third amigo on this episode i will be sending him the link shortly uh he probably isn't going to join instantaneously because he'll probably have to install the app and stuff but uh, our good bunny tony will be joining us uh you know we'll just have tony go last since he'll probably probably be last to join uh so yeah um while i go send tony the link brian let's talk about some hamilton let's this is the big subject man uh I know. All right. I know we promised uh, we were going to do the Harley season, and I'm sorry, but guys, guys, Hamilton, you you guys don't know. You might you might not know if you don't follow my channel or me on social media, which you should, by the way. Uh, but I am a big Hamilton, um, and like, when am I ever going to get an excuse to use my platform to gush about Hamilton? This is technically not a TV show, but. Damn it, it's the 4th of July, and it felt appropriate. Uh, so yeah, Brian, give your thoughts while I send Tony the link. Well, um, of course, everybody should know by now, Hamilton was a big phenomenon. And I, going into this, uh, of course, being Florida and not being that, uh, well endowed economically, I of course have never like gone to see it live. I mean, dude, we're 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 both broke boys making a podcast on a free app. So like, you know, no shame here, no shame here. I didn't, but I didn't see it live but, either. But yeah, so uh, but I knew about it, and um, of course through the. The oeuvre of the internet and uh, just the fact that it's history. I basically knew most of the plot going into it. Also, um, fun fact, uh, I I ran an RP campaign back in the day that was Power Rangers themed and it was like a, a high, it was also kind of like a high school slice of right, life type of series also, like a la the OG Mighty Morphin. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, our first arc involved a, a school musical and I guess what I chose. Yeah, that's right. I went with Hamilton just so we could have an excuse to uh, sing these awesome songs. 
Um, oh, speaking of, you know, companions that were part of that RP campaign, Tony is here. Uh, say yeah. hello to the people, Tony. Oh, hi. How's it going, folks? Just uh, joining my good friends here on this wild ride. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I was saying, yeah. Uh, but uh, Go ahead, Brian. Continue. Oh, you were, oh, yeah. oh, you were oh, saying oh, yeah, about yeah. the... Oh, yeah, so we did, yeah, so we did this RP campaign where, in, in our first arc, we did a school musical, and I chose Hamilton as the musical, and, you know, these two had never, like, never listened to the soundtrack, but, of course, in order to, you know, play the roles that they were playing, I was like, alright, guys, you gotta listen to the soundtrack now, and then once they did, they are like, oh my god, I love this shit, and it was like, right? I didn't listen to all the songs, honestly, and I mean, but I did listen to like the ones that had, um, yeah. pop culture have uh, like put Sam yeah put on the pedestal, and plus you had to listen to the ones you and, performed, uh, which yeah you did a great job on Burn, by the way, Brian. I'm not just saying that because I'm your friend. You did a very solid job. Thank you, because yes, I ended up being a, my character ended up being Eliza. Yep, but um. Everybody did a good job there, honestly. Yeah, dude, Tony, Tony, man, like, this isn't just a pat your friends on the back uh, fest right here, but Tony, man, you really surprised me with both You'll Be Back and Wait For It. You got some some power behind you. I did not expect that. Well, when you're in choir and you've done a lot of, well, a good portion of uh, musicals throughout your stage career like I have. Well, granted, it was through mostly high school and whatnot. Oh, mostly yeah. in, like, in the back. No, I feel you. And I being the one of the louder male voices in your choir. Yeah, I was the same. I feel you. But yeah, no, that definitely surprised me. Um, yeah, but um, but yeah, so I knew about some of the songs going in, and uh, of course, I'm friends with Jay, who is like a Hamilton super fan. Yep. Um, which you watch Hamilton and there, I don't think there could be a musical that is more tuned to Jay. 1,000%. And honestly, like, this group of friends... These are big facts. This group of friends here, honestly, like, we we kind of match up pretty pretty well to the uh, Hamilton's main crew. Um, I feel like I am, like, just, like, tit for tat like Alexander Hamilton personality, one hundred percent, and that's not just me claiming main character. Like I've I've heard this from other people before. I even saw the uh, like saw the uh, animatics or listened to the soundtrack. My friend who lives in the city was like, "Dude, I'm telling you, like the main character on this show is straight up you." Uh, but yeah, so like I match up with Hamilton's personality. I would say telling you definitely a Lafayette. You know. He- He's smooth when he wants to be, but he's quick to run his mouth, and he's a little too loud sometimes. Uh, mm-hmm. And then you got Brian, who, like, uh, Brian has claimed Hercules Mulligan, which, uh, he does not claim the horse, the, the horse part. Let's just say that. Nope. Not the horse part. Uh, but, you know. I, but I've also been told that I'm kind of a bit burr-esque. Oh, I could, yeah, definitely. You're, you, you are, you're, you're a very cautious individual. You are definitely a very cautious individual. But I would not consider you a, uh, like, someone who doesn't have ideals because you definitely stand for what you believe in. But anyways. Um, anyway, uh, back to, like, so going into this, I, I didn't watch it immediately, but I knew 
Yes, I was going to watch it. I mean, it's the phenomena. How could you not? So I watched it the day after it came out. Um, well, technically the day it came out. Cause, yes. uh, technically. So I watched it later in the day. And uh, I'll just say that I really liked it. And it made me feel a lot of emotions on different spectrums. And... I can see why it was a phenomenon. Listen, man, you can call me a sheep all you want. I know, like, it's the, it's the cool thing to be like, Hamilton's overrated, blah, blah, blah. Nah. Nah, fam. Nope. This is my shit. I will, and I will stand by like, it 100%. Like, I will, I will admit, now that people have pointed it out to me, uh, technically, technically, as far as singing goes, Lynn Manuel Miranda is not the best voice on the oh, stage. He's not the best voice, but he's uh, honestly he's better as a rapper. <laughs> and um, yes, and and he is a genius. I will say real, he arranged he arranged the majority of this and wrote a majority of this. Like, come on, man! And he is and he is so charming and can be funny. Exactly. Uh, so Tony. Uh, mm. Oh, let's go. Let's go ahead and hear. Uh, what were your thoughts about Hamilton, both before and going into this, uh, watching it, uh, the actual stage performance? Uh, okay. So first things first. As someone who appreciates good music from any genre, even genres that I'm not the biggest fan of, I can appreciate at least a couple tracks. And when it comes to a musical that is from a genre that on how well it's performed, much like uh, hip-hop and rap. I mean, there's songs I like from the genre, and there's some songs that just make me dislike the genre altogether. But, this uh, this musical just takes everything that I like about hip-hop and rap, just the flow and the energy behind the tracks, and especially when you're throwing, like, Congressional insults in oh, verse. Uh, oh my god. That, mm-hmm. Oh my god. That's just hilarious. <laughs> the cabinet and, battle as a versus rap battle. Amazing concept. Excellently executed. Oh and, my god. Okay. And then when you uh introduce this musical to us, Jay, through various different and like sound bites and whatnot. I immediately gravitated towards a lot of songs, like what mm-hmm. songs you've shown me to perform. And it just made me think these songs work great on their own, even out of context of a musical, which sometimes when that happens in most musicals, those notable songs kind of are the uh, talking point. Like there's a song about a, uh, like there's a mu- I forgot what the musical's called, but the song's called One Night at Bangkok. It's more notable than the musical it came from, which charted different times and has had multiple covers from different artists over the years. It's and I and I and I knew it. and I knew in particular, Tony, that you would be a big fan of Hamilton because you are a big fan of history and American history uh, in general. So I, I knew you would definitely more like. More dedicated towards the revolution, and because uh, I'm very specific in my field of study when it comes to history, I'm more of an ancient 
historian. That's my kind of field of study. Modern history to me doesn't lack any, it, it doesn't have any of that mystery that more, that can more, that can be discovered more. But, I, definitely, I definitely understand what you're coming from here. But, but uh, not like um, modern historians, mind you. But that's just my personal opinion. And uh, by the way, the musical that you were thinking about is chess. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Okay, so yeah, um, I mean, I think it's pretty clear. You guys, just, you know, just from me, my interjections while my, uh, my friends were giving their opinions, you should know how I feel about this. Uh, but, you know, I, I just, I absolutely fell in love with it, man. I, I've listened to the soundtrack thousands of times. Uh, I, I've done... I've done Although I wasn't and... really finished with what my perspective was, like oh, actually bad. the musical itself. Oh my bad, Tony. Sorry. Okay. Continue. But and the thing that just made me just really like this musical just outright is seeing like the physicality of the role that the actors kind of portrayed in all these different uh, situations. Like some of the better, like comical performances. Uh, was King George just acting like the yeah man nut on the planet, and then just the swag that Jefferson, like Jefferson's actor, just exudes. Mm-hmm. And Shit. the physical wow. presence of George Washington, bro. Washington was the man. He was, like, truly a man among men. They really do give you that perception that, like, the musical is supposed to give you. Because George mm-hmm. Washington has always been kind of this mythic figure, especially in, like, um, you know, American history, right? He is, like, the Which, father of our country. But when you take the rose-tinted lenses off of the perception of Washington, you get to see him as kind of a fallible man who is yeah. yeah. told for his era at... Over six foot. Yeah, he was the I, tallest man and, in the room. And you definitely see that. Uh, you definitely see that uh, bit of vulnerability in the musical as well. He, he has those like those nice quiet moments, and like his actor. Not only he does he have, in my opinion, the strongest voice in the cast, but some his acting when he gets to do like the actual just quiet moments are just so powerful, man. Mm-hmm. Really good. But um, really good. if Tony is done, uh, uh, not. Quite, but the point I'm trying to making it that I just got more of an impact. And Jay, you pointed out to me that I was gonna cry at one moment because you did, and Brian did, because you mentioned that to me, and I'm like, yeah. well, yeah. I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna witness this for myself. And yeah, you were right. Yeah. I <laughs> multiple times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my god. I yeah. feel it because when I see crying faces nonstop, yeah, I, I yeah, I am I yeah, I am I am definitely a sympathetic crier myself. So yeah, I, I, I felt was, things. I cried a little, and then I just like, yep, that that hit me. That hit me right in the chest. And me, well, while I was watching it, uh, one another friend of ours said, like, dude, you need to check out this anime that is out this season. And I'm like, oh yeah, bet. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. All right. So, Tony, are those were those your like opening perspective thoughts? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, cool. I'll I'll fast forward through mine. Like I said, I've I've listened to the soundtrack 
thousand times. I have the mixtape, the Hamilton mixtape, which is a, a bunch of covers that, like, um, actually, Lynn basically he took he got all the artists which he took inspiration from for these songs. Like, for example, uh, if you guys listen to R and B and hip hop in the early two thousands, you know about Ja Rule and Ashanti. Well, Helpless is very heavily influenced by Ja Rule and Ashanti's like hip hop R and B ballads. And he actually got Ja Rule and Ashanti on uh, the mixtape version of Helpless. Uh, Burr is very, uh, Burr's a signature song, Wait For It, is, ve- uh, is very similar in range and tone to uh, classic Usher. And he got Usher for Big facts! And I actually nice. like that version of the track of, like on par with like the musical version of that song. Oh yeah, it's 100%. It's, it's phenomenal. Like, Listening to just a lot of Oscar songs, and like, yeah, you can really see those influences in there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, the, just the arrangement of that song in particular, you could definitely and, t- Yes, mm-hmm. bet. 100%. And, and I mean, uh, definitely there is at least one scene with Lafayette where it encompasses like that speed rapping. Oh, uh, yeah, the, 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 the Buster Rhymes type, like. Da, 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 da. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, man, run it with blood stains. Watch me, watch me, Abraham staining them. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, it was, he's just phenomenal. Like, all the characters are just so great. Even, like, the bit parts. Like, I, I, I'm one of the, like, the five people that is, like, justice for Peggy. Like, Peggy. Oh, Peggy, yeah. Peggy only got, like, two lives. But you see the, you, see the the version and the actress has a lot of like micro emotions and stuff. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That really sell the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, um, so, let's talk about the musical. So, I think we should start by uh, just kind of talking about how the story is set up and the structure. Brian, you pointed this out in your review, and uh, you know we we had talked about it um, on text. Um, yeah, it has a very operatic structure to it, where most of the dialogue is in song form. And I really oh, it like is. That. Yeah, actually, a good majority, like it's like a good majority, pretty much, like all music, like right quick. Oh yeah, and I I really really like that, um, and it's. It's pretty great. Uh, the costume design, the set design, you really Ooh. get a feel for just the vibe of the the times of the revolution. Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, uh, just I, I just kind of want a lightning round because, uh, like, this isn't going to be as structured as our normal podcast because we're talking about a musical rather than a TV show. Um, I kind of want a lightning round. Who are some of you guys' favorite characters from the musical? Mm. We'll, start with, we'll start with you, Brian. Well, I mean, uh, minus the whole horse part, I really did like uh, Hercules Mulligan and the the fact that he was just like this big supportive dude. But also, you find out that he's really smart, and uh, when they decide to go quiet and all that, he he knows how to go quiet and listen in and be like their little spy. Yeah, he was um, he was one of he was one of the best intelligence officers in the. Um, American Revolutionary War, uh, and so I I really liked him, 
and uh, of course we mentioned Fort Lafayette and uh, Washington, Jefferson, all that. But also, um, you mentioned that um, that George Washington has the best voice. Mm-hmm. I think who also like is. If not matching him, maybe a little bit under, definitely best female voice is Angelica. One thousand million trillion percent. Um, I think that's part of the reason why they gave her the big emotional song because, oh my god. And they also, they gave her multiple songs just because she's just Mm -hmm. that good. Um, And and also, her, her song, her like Signature song, which, satisfied. Which, by the way, man, like you have to have range because people think that rapping is just talking, right? It's not. You have to have a sense of rhythm, cadence, flow, breath control, and the fact that she can switch on a dime from belting mm-hmm. her ass off to rapping. And and you, if you listen to the soundtrack, you know the, like, twist with that song and how there's, yep. like, that jump and all that. Yep. But to see that in person and to see, well, technically, you know what I mean. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I mean, to see, like, I remember that night I just might seen. Yep. Like, just to see it on stage. And, yeah, and, 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 and also, yeah, the effect they used for the rewind, that was that was great. That was great. Yeah, and to see her just act it was really good. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, definitely, of course, um, one character who I honestly like had to grow on me, but really grew on me by the end was definitely the main, the main lady herself, Eliza. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, Eliza's always yeah great, um, and uh, you can really see like of course with uh, Hamilton himself, like all the struggles and all of that. Yep. But the way that this this thing works is even like the smaller characters have like such personality. Like um, what's his name? The um. Mistress's husband. Oh yeah, uh, fucking um, Nathan Reynolds. Or um, he was literally I in one king asshole. I he was literally in one scene, but I, he had. I, love, I just love the delivery on stage. Yes, uh, that was my wife. You decided to fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That that was good. But also, we talk about press sense and all of that and like evilish people I mean oh my god uh, Jonathan Groff yeah man dude he fucking kills it King Kristoff in the house yeah and OG people Glee people will know him as Jesse St. James yep and Kristoff oh, from Frozen, yep. And and um, 
he was um in Wicked for people that know that. Yep. Oh. Well, yeah. Yes. He was I believe he was the t- he was the Tin Man. I believe he was the Tin Man. Hmm. Um, but but yeah, he he was he was good and just like to see him visually acting and all that. One of my favorite like gags of the whole thing was uh, where he says that he's blue and then he slams his foot down uh, and the yeah, red and the, light turns blue. And the light blue. just turned blue, yep. I also love he, him talking shit about Madison. Yeah. Yeah. Or not Madison, Adams. 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 Mm-hmm. He's talking shit about Adams. Yeah, no, good stuff. Um, so I got Madison and Adams mixed up in my review, too. Oh. But yeah. Oh. Yeah. But... Uh, if you want to talk about some stuff that I love, like rapid fire, All right. I share most of y'all's opinions, but you are forgetting one like critical character that just, well, two, well, Brian mentioned Jefferson a little bit, but that man can chew scenery and Bro. it's, oh yes, but let me tell you this, let me tell you this, fam, just watching this musical. The biggest offender of chewing, chewing scenery, but making it look so damn good, so inter, like enigmatically, just amazing. Our pseudo narrator of the entire piece, Aaron Burr himself. Oh yeah, he was. Oh really yeah, and did it. He but, really. But he man. went from one like cool, calm, collected to just like losing his. God damn mine. I know. Like a five-year-old losing candy. It was it's great. like, um, And like, you know, b- before seeing the live performance, I thought, uh, what did I miss? It was kind of just a meh, like an okay song. But seeing Jefferson bust out all those moves, and there's just like, what did I miss? What did yeah. I miss? Yes, Virginia, him hamming it up. Home. Yeah. Virginia, my home sweet home, I'm gonna give you a kiss. I was like, oh, shit, this Oh, yep. and just in, just in the costume department alone, fucking love Jefferson's jacket when he right? comes in. Yeah, Jefferson that, looks fly as fuck, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. if, if this this man, this man, like that is like that jacket. I would wear unironically, I would wear that. And I mean, like you know, if you know if you know your founding fathers' history. Jefferson is right up there with uh, Franklin as one of the biggest corn dogs in early America. Um, fun fact: He actually repeatedly tried to go after Angelica Schuyler, but was rebuffed. Hmm. Uh, and, and, and the Angelica, most hilarious thing: Angelica was his uh, was her uh, her um, Alexander's inside man, which actually helped him get the Virginia Compromise. Uh, she gave him intel, which was. How he brokered the deal. Oh, and the most thing about Jefferson in particular, in his later years, he tried to gain correspondence with uh, a woman from France that he just fell in love with. A much younger woman than him at the time, mind you. And that correspondence didn't lead anywhere, but he felt so much passion and love for her that he has a painting of her and just letters between them. And also, you get, and even though he, 
wasn't present in this show, like in this entire musical, John Adams fucking hated everybody. Yeah, right. He hated everybody. And I, he would I, throw shade on everyone. Well, some of it was warranted in correspondence with his wife, Abigail. I just loved, uh, like, of course, because it was on Disney Plus, it was the censored version, but I just loved when Hamilton went off on him. He goes, John, sit, sit down, John, you fat mother... Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that was great. Um, but, but yeah, uh, so, but yeah, just to see, just to see like Jefferson and Hamilton go back and forth, that was phenomenal. Like uh, we know who picked the crops. Yep. Yeah, we know who's doing the planting. Turn around, bend over, I'll show you where my shoe fits. Yeah, that. Oh my god, that was really good. Yo. But also just the. Head back to what you were saying there, Tony, earlier. Aaron Burr, yeah, Aaron Burr was really good. And just, like, see, like, his, like, devolving in the room where it happened. Yeah, you really, and once, because since you can actually see his face, you really do see the shift, right? And, like, I love how they use musical keys all throughout, like, during Hurricane. The, the, the song where Hamilton is uh, contemplating on whether to uh, write the Reynolds pamphlet. In, that, in the last few seconds of that song, you hear, wait for it, wait for it. And he doesn't wait. And he fucks his life up. Um, yeah, they, they do so much, like, reprise in this yep. musical. Like, bring back little, like, wait for it, satisfied... Yep, and and the Helpless. fact and the fact that like uh, one of my favorite things, and I, I guess it'll go to, to my rapid fire. So, um, my two favorite characters in the entire musical are, um, of course, Alexander and Angelica. Shocking no one. Um, yeah. Shock, shocking no one. Um, <gasps> but but my third favorite character, also not shocking anyone, is Philip Hamilton. Man, that. Oh guy. yeah, forgot about Philip. L- Love Philip. He's great. Uh, I'm, he, I just, yo, he has so much swag, man. When, mm-hmm. he, when, when he walks up to those girls, he goes, you know, you look pretty good in your frocks. How about when I come back, we all strip down to our socks? I was like, yo, 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 this guy. I like this guy. Um, also, like, you want to talk about, like, really, like, hard-hitting moments of reprise? The fact that, like, you know, his childhood song, when you know he's learning to count in French and play the piano, the un deux trois quatre sexy sept huit neuf, uh, like that comes back in his death scene, and it stops at seven. Mm-hmm. It stops at seven. Oh my god, <laughs> that that hit me so hard. I, I mean, like I I knew it was coming. It didn't hit me as hard as it would have if I didn't know. But man, that that hit me harder than I was expecting it to hit me. Um, yeah, and I'll be honest. I'll be honest though. Um, be, it was probably because I knew it was coming. The death didn't hit me, but what got me to actually like shed some tears was yeah, the song after the death. Yeah, and uh, yo, Eliza's unimaginable. Reaction, but Eliza's reaction at the end, like when she just lets that, that scream. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. Yo, that was just man, palpable, palpable emotion. Um, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I I love a good majority, you know, all of the cast really. But yeah, those are the standouts for me. Uh, one of my favorite songs is actually a deleted song um, that did not make it into the actual play. Uh, it's called Congratulations. It's a song where Angelica basically tears Alexander a new one um, after she discovers that he cheated and she reads the Reynolds pamphlet. It, mm-hmm. it, yeah, she spits some heat and just tears him a new one, which Satisfied is my favorite song in the entire musical, just because, oh my god, the bars, the vocals, just absolutely phenomenal. Angelica just kills it all around. Like, as soon as she shows up in Skylar Sisters, you know she is that bitch. Like, one million. I mean, even some of the, like, kind of lines hit even harder when you see her in person, like the whole he'll add women in the sequel. Yep. Work. Yeah, man. I, I, I just, I love her so much. I love her so much. Um, and all, you know, I actually got, got endeared to Mariah Reynolds a little bit. I don't like, you know, I was just, you know, the whole time listening to the soundtrack, I was like, man, fuck this bitch. But then I saw her on stage and I was like, okay, I, 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 I can see why. I can see why. I, okay. Alright. I got it. Yeah, you. and um, even though they they totally like don't, don't give him any excuse like he pays the consequence and all that. Uh-huh. Also, they do kind of set up that it's like perfect storm. He's been up all night. He, he's been lonely. Yep. He's stressed. Uh-huh. It's just, yeah, man. It's it's crazy just how good it is all throughout. Um, like just going back to reprises, how the my shot theme is constantly used all throughout. Every time there's a big decision Alexander has to make, um, all of that. It's just so good, so good, and just let's let's go ahead and talk about like the the big big moments. Um. So another one of my favorite songs uh, of the musical is One Last Time. That is, like, you want to talk about, like, George's actor flexing his pipes. Oh, my God. That song just is amazing. They turned George Washington's farewell address into a ballad. Yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I, I loved when they went from, like, of course, Alexander dictating it to, like, Washington Reed singing it, or sing reading it. It was just, it was so good. Just one last time, come have a drink with me. One last time, we'll teach them how to say goodbye, say goodbye, you and I. Like, oh, the, 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 like, the brotherhood and, like, the father-son relationship between Alexander and George is so strong. And I, I thought that was really well done. And, like, even the, even the part, you know, when they're in the middle of the war and, like, he's, you know, begging for our command. He's, you know, throwing his tantrum. And she goes, I'm not your son. I'm not your son. Son, you need to calm down. Call me, son, one more goddamn time. Oh my god, just, the, I, 
the dynamic off the charts. Um, mm-hmm. That that was one of the ones that just really stood out to me and like was even more elevated after seeing it on stage. Mm-hmm. What are some of you guys' favorite dynamics? Hmm. Let's go with uh, Jefferson and Madison. I mean, poor Madison. <laughs> Madison's, <laughs> a, legs out. Madison's a pretty good hype man, though. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, it's like, sometimes I wonder why I even bring the thunder. Why he even brings the thunder. The fact that he caught the mic after Jefferson dropped it was hilarious. <laughs> Just little shit like that is so funny. Gives him so but much personality. you know... But you know that the feedback from that mic would just go everywhere. Yep. 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 Oh, man. Brian, what are some of your favorite dynamics in the musical? Well, um, one of the more understated ones that I really liked was uh, the, like, kinship between Alexander and Lafayette. Where oh, yeah. Like, we're brotherhood. both immigrants. Mm-hmm. Like that- immigrants. We get the job done in the high five. Yeah, that was yeah, that that was really good, and like their understanding, and of course, the big obvious one is like the um, frenemy rivalship between Burr and Alexander. Yep, and I I love that like kind of like. He Burr hates Alexander, but he's also he also kind of wants to be him, and like you hear that specifically in Wait for It towards the end when you know he that's the what is it like in his shoes like from that point on, it's just uh it's it's great and um, you can you can see the moment where things change for Burr, and mm-hmm. it's one line that I uh definitely when I was watching it I sent the uh. That seventy show gif of like burn, yeah. When um, when he said when uh, they finally asked Hamilton at the end, uh, who does he support for president? And uh, he says that he's never really supported. Yep, I never agreed with Jefferson once. We fought uh, we fought at at least seventy thousand different fronts, but when else things are said and done, Jefferson has beliefs. Burr has none. And it's like, damn! That moment. And then you just, definitely in the live version, you get to see the, the look on Burr's face, like... Yep. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, face. Yeah, because, like, you know, Jefferson's his worst enemy, and, like, him, him and Burr have had disagreements, but Burr's still his bro. Like, you know? He, he'd have the smile, and just like, I got this in the bag. That's my homie. That's my homie. What the fuck? Yeah, but your homie dissed you because you didn't believe in anything, bro. Exactly. Oh, and, uh, and the escalating tension in their, like, le- back and forth letters in uh, Obedient Servant, like, just, like, the cuttingness in the in those, like, le- um, last lines when they, like, you know, had the signatures. I have the honor of being your obedient servant, A.M. A dot burr like yo the uh, the delivery on those last lines is just like you can tell uh, I I ain't with your shit I ain't with you mm-hmm. and uh, 
going more to like seeing the visuals and like the adversarial relationships, like seeing Burr and Jefferson, and yep. then that that moment where he's like, "I I look forward to working with you." It's like, can you believe this guy? He opened the campaigns against me and says, I look forward to our partnership. It's like, it's kind of crazy how the guy who the guy who comes in second place becomes vice president. Because, you know what? Yeah, we should change that. You want to know why? Because I'm the president. <laughs> he said that funny bitch, but I love it. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> he's like, ha! That's kind of how I live my life sometimes. Just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong, Tony. You're not wrong. But, but yeah, and uh, of course, another obvious one that was really good was the connection between the Skylar sisters. Yeah, at least man. the ones that we see. Yeah, definitely. And oh man, the uh, you, I mean, like I felt it in just listening to the soundtrack, but like seeing it on stage. The chemistry between Alexander and Angelica, man, like, especially in Take a Break, when she's questioning, uh, like, the, uh, the placement of his comma, she, uh, you know, she says, uh, you know, mm-hmm. with, with a comma after dearest, you wrote my dearest Angelica. And I'm just like, oh, my God, yo, you got a room. And, and the thing is, though, is that you can see that he still genuinely cares for Eliza. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and that was like a weird triangle relationship that thing, I, but but, but, that I but liked, in the end, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, but in the and also I liked that in the end, uh, both sisters clearly loved the same man, oh, yeah. but they loved mm-hmm. each other more. Mm-hmm. And I and I, yeah. and I and I love that because you know um they kept congratulations in the original musical, um. And, uh, and, uh, like the, when she first comes back to the city, and uh, you know, and uh, it's uh, they lift it and they put it in the beginning of uh, when she comes back, and she goes, you know, it's like, um, and I'm back in the city and I'm here to stay, and you know what I'm here to do, Angelica, I'm not here for you. Oh man, but the just the coldness. Mm-hmm. Of the, I'm not here for you. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh god, damn. yes. And then also the, uh, the, are you satisfied? Yeah. Yeah. Are you satisfied? God, I hope you're satisfied. Yo, she's just, she has, she has so much venom in her. I fucking love it. Like that is, that's, that's my type of girl right there. Like she's, she's great. She's just absolutely just top notch waifu. Um, that 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 rich asshole did not know what he had, even though we never even saw said rich asshole. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, man, it's it's pretty it's pretty phenomenal. Um, you know, we didn't really talk about it, but man, uh, another sad did not make me cry moment, but definitely hit hard was the death of John Lawrence, Alexander's best friend. Oh and yeah! That, wow. Yeah, that was man. Powerful. And like, just the way that they show it on stage, you see him, mm-hmm. and you're like, what? And then it's like, yep. the message isn't from him. 
It's from his father. And that's one of the only times, like, you could tell it was a serious moment because they didn't sing any of it. It was just reading the letter. And mm. and um, literally, and at the end, Eliza says, you know, Alexander, you are right. And you just, he pauses for like five seconds. He goes, I have work to do. And it's just like, oh, buddy, it's okay, man. It's okay. Oh, it's a- <laughs> Yeah, that that really hurt. Uh, but th- such a good moment, such a good moment. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and- um, just one quick thing that I just remembered. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another thing about Burr is uh, it did make me cry, but another like set, but another like emotional moment was um, the like that like. Duet thing between him and Hamilton. Oh, was... dear, dear Theodosia, yeah, yeah. Where they talk about their kids. Yep, that was that. That was definitely very emotional. It, that's one of my favorite ones too. Dear Theodosia, no, I don't know what to say to you. You have my mm-hmm. eyes. You have your mother's name. Oh my God, it, it, it's a, such a sweet and, song. And then at the end, where uh. The climactic moment is about to happen, and he's like, I don't want to make my yeah, daughter an orphan. Yeah, yeah, this man will not make an orphan of my daughter. I also, and this hit really hard on stage, but you really see when, uh, like, at the moment where he lifts his pistols to the sky and Burr, to, like, you hear, you just hear him yell, wait! And everything just freezes. And it's just like, you can tell he's just like, oh no, what did, what did I do? What did I? No! Like, like, the regret and pain. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because, like, he was so paranoid. He was like, he's he, he's he's got his best gun. He's a marksman. He's He was known all throughout the Army as one of the best marksmen in our battalion. He's wearing his glasses, so I know he's not going to miss. I am a terrible shot. I'm not, I don't want to die. I can't die. I can't. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. And then just the the poetry of the like the one time Alexander finally throws away his shot is his last moment. It's just wow, wow! All right, let's let's talk about some tears, gentlemen. Let's talk about some tears. Oh my lord! So so Eliza's final song. Mm-hmm. Tell your story. Oh my god. So many tears. So many tears. I I cried so hard. So very hard. Just you seeing all the dead characters just in the background when she talks about her different achievements. Mm-hmm. You, know, you, you see the soldiers that he fought alongside. She tells a story and you know, Washington. And she tells things. my story. And yeah, just things like that. And then, you know, they're hitting you real hard in your feels over and over and over again. But then they said, oh, no, nah, bitch, we ain't done yet. And then you just hear this, this angelic ass church choir. Can I tell you what I'm most proud of? The orphanage. And I'm just like, oh, 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 no. No. Mm-hmm. no. And, like, and yeah, also, 
sorry, just real quick. Not only just that, but also the fact that uh, the during that song, this is purely a visual thing and a cinematic thing that probably doesn't really hit as yeah the, same the soundtrack on, yeah on mm-hmm. stage or in the soundtrack. But like when they show Alexander background and he's out, out of focus. focus. That was genius. I man, that made me cry even more. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was just it was so good, man. Uh but yeah, like how we how we all feeling in that moment? I was I was a mess. I was a mess. I've seen this twice now and I cried both times. How are we all feeling? Uh it like what made me cry was uh like first her crying was the moments after like uh, Philip's death, and it was that mm. song. Oh yeah! Yep. No, not that. No, it's like right after. Oh, oh, oh you? Oh, you're talking about yeah, unimaginable. Yeah, Brian mentioned that. That was yeah, that's a hard hitting one too for sure. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, especially like the progression in that song where she's like obviously like completely cold to him. And, you know, he's, like, just begging for her to notice him. And um, I, I love that, like, again, talking about reprisal and bringing back her emotional significance. When you, um, when you go, when uh, he brings back uh, that uh, part during the Yorktown song, but he flips it and he goes, I don't pretend to know the challenges you're facing. You know, that type of shit. And then, you know, um, and it's like, I'm not afraid. I know who I'm married. And it's just like, oh my god, forgive this man. He's trying. He's trying. Give him a chance. That Come would on, be enough. Oh, it's just, it's so good. And I, I, I love, could be enough. I love the makeup department also in um in that particular song because um, the makeup department really did a good job at showing like age on Eliza and Alexander at that point, and how stress and grief really hit them hard. Like you see all the gray in Alexander's hair, which used to be so like long, dark, and vibrant. It's same with Li- um, you know Eliza. Um, you know she definitely looks older, more you know not haggard, but like just torn up like she's been through a lot and she has oh man mm-hmm. and uh you know this is another big emotional song and it's it's all it's been one of my favorites since the first time i heard it but hearing it on stage was just a whole nother level burn oh god dude that one especially just the end part where you can you like you can tell the actress was really really in character because her voice shakes at the just the perfect time at that very last part. I hope that you burn. Like oh my, just power. Like you don't need to belt your ass off to have a powerful like note in a song. That quiet tone hit just as hard as, like, Angelica's power notes. 
Like, oh man, so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other uh, big standout moments you guys want to talk about? Hmm. One thing I will say is that I love like the stage setup, like oh, for even sure. like rotating discs. Yo, yes. Yeah, yeah, the disc is so cool. And also, 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 um, as, as someone who has uh, many dancers in his family, uh, the choreography and, you know, the, all those background dancers, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, they really help to sell everything. For sure. Yes, the choreography in this was amazing. And, like, how they also incorporated the disc into the choreography. And, uh, like you mentioned before, mm-hmm. the, the Eye of the Hurricane scene where they used the disc and, yep, like, simulated a hurricane. Yeah, with the winds and stuff. Yeah, that was so good. And it's just... Like, powerful scenes, like, one of the scenes where it was, like, the, I think it was, like, in a climactic moment where they just, like, had Hamilton just stand there, and everyone else was, like, dancing around him and throwing paper. Yep. And that visually be was now. just... Yep. Oh. Uh, the... <laughs> that shit-talking... Oh, oh good I, God, that was great. I, I do. Je- that was Jefferson's best moment in the entire show when he's just like, li- he's living his best life and he's just like dancing like, ha, 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 ha. Ain't never gonna be president now. Never gonna be president now. Never gonna be president now. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, but also, you gotta appreciate the fact that um, Jefferson and, uh, not Adams. Um, it's Madison. 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 Jefferson and Madison in the in the um in the scene where it's like um if I can prove that I never broke the law, yep. you promise not to tell another soul what yeah. you saw. And and, and they literally are like oh <laughs> like you can actually hear them say oh god damn, and they're like. Sure, it's none of our business. We're not gonna say anything. What happened yeah, in the yeah, room? Yeah, and they 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 walk away because you know they're cool. They're men of honor. They're gonna keep their secret. But Burr, Burr had to be a little bit. It's like I you I, I know what I know now. I, you never yeah. you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know what's gonna happen. And that's what inspired him to like. Fuck his whole life up. He's like, I know what I do best in life is right. So my only way to get out of this and like preserve my legacy. Listen, as someone as someone who has full confidence in their ability to talk out of their ass, I can relate to this. Um, And I have definitely talked myself into more trouble than I've gotten out of. Um, so I, I, I definitely related to this conundrum, but, but yeah, that was real good. 
Um, what, what, other, what other stuff do I want to talk about? Um, with staging, we went through important moments. Um, all right, lightning round. Favorite songs, favorite songs. It's hard to choose, hard to choose. Mm. Uh, wait for it. Uh-huh. Anything with uh, King George. Yep. It's careful. Yep. Okay. Uh, what I miss, the cabinet, uh, rap battles. Oh, um, uh, one that we uh, had, one that we hadn't mentioned before. Yeah. Um, I don't know the name of it, but it's like Washington's second in command. Oh, right hand man. Right hand. Right hand man. That here was comes, good. Here comes a general slash right hand man. Yep, that's a yeah. good one. That was a good one and really showcased, like, the presence of Washington. Yep. Oh, man. Just the moment when, like, like the whole stage goes silent, the lights dim, and you just, you hear, boom, boom. You hear booming footsteps, and then, here comes a general. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. Yep. And uh, we already mentioned it, but one of my favorites was actually a song that I had not heard until watching this and that was unimaginable yep unimaginable is phenomenal um for me um anything involving angelica so satisfied take a break uh you know shit like that skylar sisters bop bop mm-hmm. boppity bop um burn. it's very it's very cutesy but you can't deny how good uh helpless is yeah, helpless is great. Um, it's just that that it just it reminds me of a Disney song, to be honest with you, and I love it. Um, yeah, um, and also, um, wait for it. Yep, wait for it. All obviously, it's phenomenal. That's mm-hmm. like you know the big cultural touchstone, one of the big cultural touchstones of the musical yeah. itself. Um, like I said before, Dear Theodosia, super sweet, really showcases the similarities to both our main characters. What mm-hmm. um, uh, what else is there? Um, what one that's very underrated that no one really talks about? World turned upside down, or the Battle of Yorktown. So good, and as someone who you know, he was uh, spent a majority of his life in Virginia. Uh, the Battle of Yorktown, like people around here, just do not shut the fuck up about it. Um, <laughs> so. I, I thought that was cool. And I, I always find it awesome whenever uh, Virginia gets shouted out and stuff. Like, when they mentioned Lafayette was in Chesapeake Bay, I was like, oh, I know where the bay is. That's like 20 minutes away from my house. Yeah, like, we already mentioned it, but Lafayette solo was awesome. Yep. Also, my shot, like, just everybody introducing themselves, like, really getting their personality in. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Hamilton taking it over. It was just phenomenal. It, and it ends with them, like, being like, Let's get him in front of a crowd. Like, yo. And, um, I don't know what it's exactly called. I think it's just my shot reprise. Yeah. But at the end, right before the final duel, with that little song that's like a reprise of every song that we've heard so far. Oh, oh, you're, yeah, you're talking about the one that I imagine does so much it feels like a memory. Uh, when's yes. it gonna get me? Um, in my sleep, six feet ahead of me, or three feet ahead of me. Yeah, do I run and grab my gun and let it be? Yep. 
America, you sweet unfinished symphony. Yeah, that's one of my favorites too. Like again, that just really showcases Lin's lyrical ability, man. Um, like I do agree, he's not the strongest singer by a long shot in his cast, but as a rapper, man, this dude has skill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also, you got to remember. This man, like, created this whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. And there are so many, like, not just historical references, but musical references all throughout. I talked about, like, some of the different influences and stuff like that. You got everything ranging from, like, you know, Ashanti and Ja Rule to Biggie's song, The Ten Crack Commandments, is sampled in The Ten Dual Commandments. Um, Nice. Like, it's... It's some phenomenal stuff if you, uh, you know, love hip-hop as deeply as I do. Um, and uh, it's, it's just so great, man. I Honestly, I could gush about it forever, but, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Brian, you're aware of this. We only have a 90-minute time limit. So, um, any, other, any other topics we want to discuss in this, uh, in, these last, uh, in this last, like, 20, 30 minutes? Any, any big things we want to talk about? I open the floor to you, gentlemen. Mm, I think we've pretty much covered everything. Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, we, we have, and it's just uh, really good. Uh, one thing that we didn't mention, now that I think about it, was um, Angelica's part in the um, Tell Your Story was yep. really good. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love that. We tell your story. Also, I love how kind of, like, the choice in the very beginning we didn't even really talk about the opening song alexander hamilton oh yeah the... it is extreme it's straight up shakespearean how mm-hmm. like they tell you the entire story before the show even starts just like how in the openings to like romeo and juliet you know they mention straight up they kill themselves mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and just like and especially like the power at the end um you know in the last part, the, you know, me, I fought with him, me, uh, you know, I loved him, and me, I'm the damn fool that shot him. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that was great. I what died a, for him. What a way to open, man. What a way to open. Mm-hmm. This, that whole musical was some heat, for real. Like, I was so excited for this to begin with, and honestly, it exceeded my expectations somehow. I didn't know how, I didn't know it could do that, but it exceeded my expectations. Huh. Huh. Well, um, I had middling expectations because, um, I, I, I really like rap and hip hop, but I'm not as big into it as Jay is. And um, I knew that it was going to be good going in, but I didn't have any, like, big expectations. But I will say that they definitely met and exceeded my expectations. And um, granted, one other, like, little downside is the fact that it's two hours, and at times you can kind of feel it a little. Yeah. But it's still really, really good. Yeah, you can feel it, but also you're so hooked and invested in the story, it kind of just flies by. I know it flew by for me. I was like, wait a minute, we're already on this song? The heck? Mm-hmm. All right, Tony, uh, 
what uh, what are your closing thoughts, and uh, how did this uh, how did the musical stage performance do in terms of your expectations? Well, it actually stayed within my realm of expectations, because well, I knew I was gonna be watching a uh, stage production. I wasn't expecting like any like fanciness. I mean, some stage shows can get real fancy with their set designs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I really like the simplistic approach they went with the set design. They really got a lot out of it, too. Yeah, because if you, if you notice, though, this was filmed in 2014. Yep. Yep. Because it, right? it has the original cast in it, which, like, no offense to the, like, the current generation cast, but man... Man, oh man, like that original cast, Leslie Odom Jr. as Aaron Burr is phenomenal. Um, I forget the name of the actor, but George Washington's actor, phenomenal. Like we said before, Jonathan, Jonathan Groth, uh, you know, King George, phenomenal. Um, all three Skyler sisters, just across the board, great, great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, all right. I feel like you know that, that, that's enough of this uh, Hamilton Love Fest. Uh, this has been great, you guys. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed it as well. Um, hopefully, you know you sang along as we sang some of our favorite um, parts. Um, and hopefully, you guys got to experience this because you know this this is something that like a lot of people, you know, obviously because not everybody has bags of money they can just toss away. Um, you know, didn't get to see, and now we got to see it in HD. Uh, you know, let us know how you felt about it if you're watching the YouTube version. Uh, leave us a review if you're, um, you know, listening to this on iTunes or Spotify, uh, because that helps the podcast get uh, found easier. Um, international audience, we appreciate you. Spotify audience, we appreciate you. iTunes, YouTube, all of you guys are great. Uh, now we have reached that special time of the night where we get to talk about what is going on and coming up on our channels, a.k.a. plug time. Now, Brian, right. Brian, you actually have stuff. Well, I have a thing, and that is um, I actually covered um, earlier today of recording this. Um, to celebrate the 4th, I did a solo review of this on my YouTube channel um, with a little intro that hints at things to come and um, and I think the only thing coming this week is uh, Owl House. House. Yep. And I will hopefully be covering that and uh, that's it for now but hopefully things will start to slowly rev up to a decent schedule by the end of things. All right. Tony, what is coming up for you, my friend? Uh, we will also provide links to Tony's channel, Serpentine451, in the show notes as well as the YouTube description. So check that out, guys. Well, I do a weekly uh, anime review podcast show called We Warriors that Jay off will sometimes join in on with. Our friend Jordan. Yep, and it's, a good, it's a good time, guys. It's a good time. Yep. Whereas we talk about all sorts of like 
anime nerd nonsense, and it's great. We're breaking into summer 2020. And, well, some of the shows haven't premiered yet, but this week's review might be shorter because it's the shows that are coming in. And we do this every Tuesday or when I think of uploading the episode currently. It may seem off, but pay no mind to it. I'm too lazy to fix the accurate numbering. Oh, also, real quick, real quick. uh, Sorry to cut you off. Uh, Anyone who's wondering on the YouTube side of things where our Love Victor episode is, it is up now. Uh, So uh, for those of you who are asking, it is on the YouTube channel. I was just uh, battling work, um, tech issues, and uh, forgetfulness. Yeah, uh, these files are pretty massive, guys, especially like the longer, closer to 90-minute podcast. So um, it cut us a little slack, but we appreciate the concern. Um, And I did post it. Yep, it is there. Um, well, so, we are only human, folks. Any other <laughs> We've projects? really meant to be dense human beings. Any other projects you got coming up, Tony, that you would like to clue the people in on about? Well, I am still currently working on a uh, few personal projects of mine. Like, I have a few Common uh, Rider reviews that I'm going to be working on, mostly focusing on the show I'm about to finish, which is Common Writer Build, and I'm going to just really dig deep into what I really like about this show, which is the second to last show of the hasty era of Common Writer. Then we're going to be moving in. Shut up, phone. We're going to be moving into my more long running project, let's just say. Jay and Brian know of this frustration. It's a compare contrast show that I did in the like back in the day called Power Rangers Cross Super Sentai. In this particular episode, I'm working on a comparison of Pikachu Sentai uh, Gal Ranger and its Power Rangers counterpart, Power Rangers Wild Force. And Tony has been struggling to get through Gal Ranger for a while now. Yes, because Gal Ranger is a chore and a half to watch. If you, for any of those who are listening that are into Tokusatsu, like myself, or in aware of Gal Ranger's issues as a show, it is dull. I mean, there are fans of the show, like I met one on r slash Super Sentai. I'm giving that person the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving the show the benefit of the doubt. But so far, it is pretty damn dull. And I hate a small majority of the cast in it. Just, All right. So, uh, any anything uh, anything else besides uh, Power Rangers X Sentai and your common order stuff? There's the long-awaited episode of the Harem Chronicles that I'm still working on, like scripting. Oh, I, I, yeah, I'm very excited to see that. I, I worked I, I worked hard on that intro. Yep. Yeah, well, I still need to have that file back, you know? Oh, oh my like bad. The my actual, bad. I, like I the actual factual file there so I can actually use it. I, Preferably I in an MP4 format, if you don't mind. I got you, man. I, I just have to I have to find it. I, I make so many intros. Uh, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's hard to keep track of them sometimes. <laughs> uh, but I got you. Yeah, sometimes. Oh, and also, just for the sake of some shows... 
I might be reviewing a lot more anime that are exclusive to the High Dive. Oh, you got High Dive. Cool. Yep, because one of the shows that Jordan and I will be reviewing this season is exclusively on High Dive. Oh, cool. So I'm like, I get to review dubs of shows that I watch subbed. And I'm like, yes, bet, let's do this. Like, I already already watched a dub that just helped me go to sleep, which was Monster Musume, Everyday Life with Monster Girl. That is great. Yo, I want to watch the dub from Monster Musume. Oh, it's great. It's it's phenomenal. It's hilarious. I'll I'll grab the password from you later. Uh, But, uh, yeah, so... Just look out for, like, singular reviews, me just spouting off all sorts of nonsense, and just trying to hit you, like, not only in the heart, but also make sure you learn about how things are presented in your entertainment. Trying to help you learn while you have fun. Nice, nice. All right, so moving on. Come off as intellectual, because I know I can be a dumb son of a bitch. So yeah, moving on to me, uh, we'll start with something that actually involves Tony. So on Monday night around uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, uh, we will be live on my Twitch channel um, reacting to the U.S. branch Caldea broadcast for the third anniversary of FGO. Happy third anniversary, FGO. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's going to be fun. Also, I've made a brand new YouTube channel specifically for basically chopped up versions of my FGO streams. You'll get to see me play through events. You'll get to witness my suffering as I go walk through the hell that is the gotcha. Um, and also poking fun at this fan for trying to read. <laughs> yes, Tony does enjoy making fun of my... Uh, inability to read out loud because i may be an avid reader but i suck at reading out loud um oh i i like watching your streams at times dude it's hilarious for me to just poke fun at you for missing um, words yeah uh, and i and i do care i get i get really into it i do character voices and everything it's a good time it's a good time Uh, you know you know what i say to myself every now and then when i hear you do a character voice like Bro, your voice acting, that's kind of cringe. I mean, yeah, the cringe is the point. The cringe is the point. I, <laughs> a voice actor, I am not. A voice actor, I am not. Uh, but yeah, so there's that. All the FGO stuff. Uh, in terms of uh, individual show reviews, the In the Dark season finale is coming up, so I will be doing a season review for season two. Um, I am still doing weekly reviews of Stargirl. Um, as Brian mentioned before, Owl House is coming back. Um, Great am, show, by the way, in case you guys don't know. Yep, I am currently working on, uh, finally, and these two have been on my ass about it, I'm currently working on finally finishing the first season of Doom Patrol so I can watch the second. Um, yeah, and, get to it, you lazy bastard. And which, apparently, which apparently, I didn't know this. Until yeah, they dropped the first three. They dropped the first three. Of the so premiere. four episodes are already out. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, also, mm. I, my Harley Quinn uh, season finale review is up as well. Uh, so plenty of stuff to look forward to. Um, the GSSR is coming up for you know any Fate fans. So you'll get to see what uh, extra class servants I get in the guaranteed roles. Let's hope. Yeah. 
for a good Just thing. watch him be the saddest boy on the planet, and he gets nothing that he wants. I mean, look, man. <laughs> I want nine out of ten of those. I swear to God, if Amakusa shows up, I'm going to be depressed. But, you know, we'll worry about that later. Uh, thank yeah. you guys for joining. Um, Tony, uh, we really appreciate you coming on. This thank you. Class. Mm, mm. We we would uh, we would love to have you back uh, next time we have something that you, we know you're equally as into. Um, so look forward to having Tony again, people. Um, but yeah, uh, we appreciate yeah. you guys. Uh, next know. time we're. Oh yeah, right. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> next time on Channel Chasers, we will be doing uh, the Babysitters Club, the new modern interpretation from Netflix that just dropped this. Uh, this week as of recording this podcast uh, and if that doesn't work out just in case let me list the backup one we are also and if that doesn't end up working out we'll be watching warrior nun which looks pretty fucking amazing from that which trailer. is also from netflix yeah it also so, came out this week so look forward to either of those which one are we doing we don't fucking know because that's just how we roll on this show yeah, sometimes you have to, like, really accept the mystery behind whatever we do. Shut up, Reddit. I mean, sometimes even when we tell you that we're doing something. And especially. Like this week. Yep, just follow the whimsy. Follow the whimsy. Yep, just follow the whimsy and be amazed at how, like, Hmm, what's the word I'm looking for, gentlemen? I don't know. Scattershot? Hmm. I wouldn't say scattershot. Thinking. Sporadic. Let's go with that. Oh, sporadic? Okay. Yeah, how sporadic? Yeah, sporadic is a perfect way to summarize all three of us. But on Mm -hmm. that happy note, happy fourth, happy Hamilton Day. We will catch you guys next week. And once again, thank you, Tony. Yes, you're welcome, guys. I know sometimes I can be a bit abrasive when it comes to my matter-of-fact speech, but I hope that you guys enjoyed this uh, podcast episode. I'm very well, thankful for my good friends. Well, we have, we have a, we have a, actually a pretty sizable Irish audience to, uh, to, you know, surprisingly. So, you know, your people might your people might have your back, Tony. Your people might have your back. Yeah, most of my blood, for those of you who don't know, are is mostly Irish and Great Britain. <laughs> yep. so, so that's why they point this out. Well, mostly Jay points this out. So yeah, uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Until then, peace. Peace.